Hi, Love Leaders. It's Dr. Shannon Roberts, your host for the Love Leading Podcast, where we discuss how to create connection in your most important relationship that God designed, bringing health and sometimes healing while deepening intimacy. Welcome to the show. Hello, welcome back to the Love Leading Podcast. Hi, I'm your hostess, Dr. Shannon Roberts. And thank you for joining us in the discussion of how to bring intimacy and connection with your most important person. And we discuss topics all around the uh, messaging of loving well connecting well, healing and restoring well, and everything marriage and um, deep relationship knowing. So thank you for being here. And we've got some um, great information that we're going to continue the conversation and discussion around this intimacy piece. A lot of people um, out there will say, what is intimacy? Well, you know, what is this word intimate, right? And listen, we out here in the world, sometimes we'll replace the word sex and intimacy interchangeably. But you know, yes, to be intimate doesn't necessarily require sexual components, because we know intimacy is across the board, emotional, mental, sometimes even spiritual. And we also know that we can be sexual and not be intimate. So they aren't interchangeable. Um, A lot of times sexual can be out there in the world, um, recreational or entertaining or whatever you want to be. Um, But in the context of a loving, um, committed, deepened relationship, relationship, sexual kind time, it is the outward expression of maybe that inward attachment piece. And so sometimes it can be playful and fun, and sometimes it can be deeply moving and um, experiencing, but it's done in the context of the safety and security of the relationship. So we talked about last time in um, my sharing about this safety and security um, piece that when there is safety and security within the relationship, this intimate bond is formed and protected. And we talked about the several different stages of how mature love grows, that it is um, similar to a isosceles um, triangle, like Les and Leslie Parrott uh, metaphor with three sides propping each other up, passion, companionship, and commitment. And so today I just want to further that discussion because when I'm talking about safety and then security, I mentioned that we become each other's, well, you hear it, you hear that you're my person, right? Or you complete me, right? Um, but when I am talking about safety and security, I mentioned that we're each other's place of refuge, you know, my soft place to fall, the place where I can just be me, let the guards down, my home base, my refuge, my renewal um, resource, the protection against the world in which I can curl up and kind of um, 
have a moment to regroup and prepare and renew. Um, and it's the secure base. Um, we are our best selves out in the world when we absolutely know that we have someone that has our back, someone that knows where we are, what we're doing, and is our biggest cheerleader. And we carry the thought of that with us out there into this world to um, be this best version that we're called because we are hardwired for attachment. The science says that this hardwiring is that when we are in a loving, safe, and secure known relationship, that our nervous system is at its best optimal resting point and that we are able to regulate emotions most effectively. This impacts the level of physical well-being and physical health that we're attached biologically um, and hardwired for the need to regulate in the context of a um, safe and secure relationship. And we're going to do more, more of the discussion about the, the brain and the anatomy of all that and how interesting romantic love is really biologically based and hardwired, but we can't, we're not going to further that discussion today. I'm furthering the discussion of what I mean by being in a safe and secure, romantic, deeply intimate relationship. Um, because I'm not just talking about physical safety. Um, I'm talking about just feeling wrapped around or my desire and willingness to be vulnerable enough to wrap around. <laughs> um, so there are four components that kind of really deepen the knowing of safety and security within the confounds of a romantic relationship. And the first one obviously is love. And here's the deal. We can love someone and sometimes not have the ability to effectively communicate that verbally or non-verbally, or we can be loved and somehow miss the boat of hearing and perceiving that love from our partner. Let me say that again. When these four components are present or not that I'm gonna talk about today, they deepen safety and security in the relationship, but it's not just whether they're there or not. It's the individual's perception of whether they're there. So we might be thinking that we are sharing safety and security in all aspects of our relationship and our partner have the perception of not feeling safe and secure in the relationship. And you're saying, well, Dr. Shannon, which one counts? Well, if the confounds of being known and intimacy is grown and deepened for being in a safe and secure relationship, but you don't perceive it to be, then that's the one that matters most, right? Because if we don't perceive that our partner is providing the necessary things that make me feel safe and secure, then I am not going to be able to thrive within the safety and security of a loving, romantic 
attachment, intimate bond. This episode of the Love Leading Podcast is sponsored by the Conflict to Connection Deepening Your Intimacy webinar series. In this one hour a day live experience with Dr. Shannon, you will be given valuable tools to understand your communication difficulties and steps to get it back on track, as well as hear the encouragement from other couples who have walked this journey. And this is all for free. For more information and next upcoming dates, go to shannonrobertscounseling.com. Register today. Enjoy the rest of the show. So here are the components. Loving. If I perceive my partner to be loving and I feel loved, that feels safe and secure to me. And the more I feel safe and secure, the more I feel loved, the more ability that I have to give vulnerably in a loving way. So not only is it a a circular, it's not linear, not one has to start and the Donamo drops so that I can then give back. It builds on each other reciprocally at the same time. We're going to talk about remediation of that. We're just later on, because sometimes this whole reciprocal reciprocity of giving and providing and receiving is thwarted. And and I know that to be true because as a um, licensed mental health therapist who's been working with couples for 30 years, it gets broken, this cycle, this reciprocal, safe and secure giving and receiving taking and giving, um, building, it can definitely have the counter effect too, when someone's not feeling safe and how they shut down and they don't give. And so then the other partner perceives them as not safe. So they continue to not understand or are in their one to change, but that's a whole different conversation. Today, we're just talking about how that intimacy bond really deepens And the first one is that we continually perceive our partner to be loving and each person. And listen, there's this that five love languages, um, you know, book that is universally understood and known. It's an awesome read, very quick read, very, um, very intuitive kind of approach that people hear and receive love in so many different kinds of ways. I'm not going to go into the ways that they do it, but when you're in an intimate relationship, learning ways to provide safety and security for your partner, you learn into them. You see into them, intimacy, on what ways and approaches that they perceive you to be loving. Okay. The second one is accepting. Everyone wants to know that, hey, you see me at my best, but you also see me at my worst. Because if I have a refuge and a safe place to fall, then I get to come in and let my guards down. And sometimes that's pretty and sometimes it's not so much. 
And I want to know to feel safe and secure that even in my worst days, you accept me. That you know and accept all parts of me, despite me. <laughs> I mean, how, how many times have we said, wow, to our partner, how come they get the best version of you out there? How come I'm the one that gets to feel like uh, everything's kind of taken out on me? Because if we feel safe and secure, then we're not putting up our pretenses. The energy of putting on our best face front is not there. We feel safe and secure enough just to be raw. I mean, the closest way I can explain this, I don't don't know. I had my daughter was my firstborn. (laughs) I had two uh, other children, uh, my my sons, but my daughter was first to be born. And I remember going to, and she was like three at the time. And I remember going to pick her up at the end of the day from our nanny's house. And I walk into the door, of course, you're going to have this little bitty exchange with how was the day, right? The debrief. But inevitably, within those first few minutes, my daughter is breaking down and she is tired and not the best version of a hello or excitement, but real. I don't know about you, but if your children kind of like those bewitching hours between like five and seven, when they've had enough, their little nervous systems really can't take one more tolerance of, of the day. And they are really trying to figure out how to um, get themselves together. And so inevitably in that short interchange with the nanny, my daughter, uh, sweet, sweet Bailey would do some kind of thing to get my attention, act out. If she wasn't getting what she was wanting, I want what I want when I want it. And she would try to get my, it through negative attention or through just a very, very tired, um, little person. And the nanny would say, this is really strange. She doesn't act this way with me. In fact, we've had a perfect day. And then I'm thinking, well, go figure. Go figure. You know, I walk through the door and I get the worst, the worst, the worst. But let me tell you, it's because Bailey held it together all day for the nanny. Yes, she felt safe with the nanny. Yes, she felt secure with her nanny. They absolutely adored and loved each other. But by the end of the day, she was trying to hold together as much as she can. And when I walked through the door, her attachment figure, she felt safe enough and secure enough to say, ah, my mom's got my back. My mom's here. She's got my back. I can let it all out. Right, wrong, or indifferent, fair, or unfair, it is the way of attachment. We feel when we're safe and secure, we can be our most honest self. Now, hopefully we're going to continue to be improving on those things. But yes, our partners get the most honest, raw version of us, good, bad, and indifferent. And we want to know that if we show up in this world authentically us with skin on (laughs) and our fleshly flesh, do you accept us no matter what, no matter what, without judgment? 
And when we know that we're loved and accepted, not judged or controlled or wanting us to be pushed to be a, a different version of ourselves, maybe a continual improvement in those areas, yes, but that we are still known and accepted and that they are our biggest cheerleader despite, then that kind of deepens that safety and security and that intimate bond and it ensures the continued protection of intimacy. So that also means that you're giving acceptance to your partner at the same time too, that you're wanting to have received it. And remember, it's the perception. We're going to be talking about what changes our perception the next time around, but if we perceive our partner to be loving, accepting, and we are able to give love and acceptance in a way that our partner perceives that we love and accept them, then we feel safe and secure. Here are the last two, available and responsive. Does our partner perceive us to be available, present, accessible, and responsive, able to respond emotionally, mentally, and physically to our needs? And can we do that in such a way that they perceive our energy and efforts to be the same, that I am available and responsive? And the more our partner perceives these four things from us, and the more we get good at giving these four things to our partner so that they perceive us to be loving, accepting, available, and responsive, this safety and security in the relationship continues to deepen the intimacy and the bond over time and protect it from erosion. So that's it. This is the discussion that we get to continue to deepen and explore and expand. It's really exciting. So here's your challenge. Go out, ask your partner. Hey, how am I doing in these areas? Do you perceive that I'm loving you well, accepting you well, making provisions to be available and responsive well to your wants and needs? That's a brave thick skin that can go and ask those questions and let it just be open-ended. Go in curiously and gather the information without any need to justify or defend or explain or argue. Remember, you're just gathering information because it's about their perception that's the most important, not your own. All right, love leaders, thanks for enjoying um, and coming back to our show for the purpose of just deepening our ability to love well. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening, love leaders. Be sure to check out all our links in the show notes and visit me at shannonrobertscounseling.com. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so you won't miss any others. Until next time, go lead in loving well.